Out to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. My name is Denise Alvarez. I get the honor and pleasure of hosting you here each week. And just in case we're new friends, I'll briefly tell you about myself and then we'll jump into today's episode, which is all about podcasting. So before we get to that, as I said, my name is Denise and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help horse business owners like you get clarity in your marketing so that you can turn your website visitors and your online friends into your customers. I do that through one-on-one coaching, as well as website design and content, email marketing strategy, and Social Stride, my monthly coaching program. I do each of these things because I want to help you be out doing what you love to do, to be out with the horses more or working with the horse people that you also love so much, right? So I do these things also because I know that not everybody loves or gets excited about marketing, and that's all right. That's why I'm here, because I want to help you simplify marketing by giving you some step-by-step strategies, some basic how-tos, so that you can not only see what's possible for your horse business, but to guide you through that process and help you make it happen. And speaking of podcast, since that's what we're talking about today, it has been so neat to watch the growth of podcasting over the past three, five, even seven years. And if you're here listening, then I'm sure that you have seen that as well, right? Now, of course, there are people that have been doing podcasting for quite a long time, and they were ahead of the game for sure. But even just in the past few years, it has been so exciting to watch and see the growth of podcasting. Now, here on this How to Market Your Horse Business podcast, we'll actually be celebrating two years in October, which I'm super excited about. But even before I started my podcast, I spent a couple of years producing a podcast for a Bible study teacher. So that's going even four years back now. And then when I started this podcast and I was looking around to see what others were doing, the waters and the equestrian world of podcasting, just looking for equestrians, they were definitely not as deep and wide as they are now. You have horse trainers that have their own podcast. They talk about training or how to communicate with your horse, right? Or about their specific program and methodology. You have discipline-specific podcasts. You have association-specific or breed-specific podcasts. And then you have equestrian podcasts that are just about having conversations about horses. And there's even a true crime equestrian podcast. So literally, it seems like there's something for everyone. And yet, the question remains for you, if you are listening here, you may be thinking, is podcasting a good idea for you and your horse business? Is it something you've rolled around in your mind as you've thought about content marketing, which is the series that we're in right now, right? So last week, we talked about blogging. So if you have not listened to episode 84 yet, go back and take a listen. And so content marketing is really just creating content to serve create awareness and increase your sales, right? So one way that you definitely could do that is with podcasting. And especially when you see that everyone seems to have a podcast, then it can be easy for you to honestly go two directions. First, you might think, Denise, there's no way. Everyone has a podcast already. I'm too late in the game. I don't need to have one. Or You might be on the other side of that saying, Denise, I need to do this. Everybody's doing it. I think that's what I should be doing. And honestly, it's there's not a right or wrong. 
And it's not really as black and white as it might seem for you. So in this episode, I want to dive into podcasting for your equestrian business. When you're deciding if it's right for you, there are a few things that you need to figure out beforehand. So that's why I'm going to share with you five things in this episode that you need to know about podcasting as you make your decision. All right, so let's jump into it. The first thing that I want you to know as you're making your decision about podcasting is your why and your purpose. What I mean by that is, yes, I want you to first know the why behind your own business. What are you really trying to accomplish? What's your driving force? And then particularly for podcasting, what's the purpose of your podcast? How is starting a podcast connected to the goals that you have for your horse business. You know, I'm a big fan of setting your why ahead of time when it comes to setting goals in the first place, right? And when you start a new project, it's the same thing. When you don't have your why really defined, then you're going to lose motivation because we'll talk about this in just a bit. It's a lot of work starting out and it's It's work to continue, right? And you want to be in it for the long haul. So if you just start out and you're really hot and you do a few episodes and then you're done, it's because you've not connected it to the why in your business, which also means you need to have it connected to your end goals. When it's not connected to your why, it's not connected to your goals. And those are your motivation. That's what keeps you going, right? Now, can your why be just for fun? Yeah, it totally can. And honestly, you might even have a fun, quote unquote, podcast. But a lot of those fun podcasts are still, when produced by a business anyways, connected to a business goal. It needs to go deeper than, I just think it would be fun, right? As a business. Remember, I'm not saying you can't do something for fun. I'm saying as your business, you need to have your why defined when you jump into podcasting. Okay, the second thing that you need to know is your schedule, meaning what's your publishing schedule? How often do you plan to publish an episode? Will it be a monthly podcast? Will it be weekly? Will it be bi-weekly? Now, you might be thinking, Denise, why does that really matter? Can't I just jump into it? And here's why it matters and why you want to decide this ahead of time. As of this recording in June 2022, there are more than 2.4 million valid podcasts and over 65 million valid podcast episodes listed in the Apple podcast platform, which continues to be the most popular one at this time. Now, here's the thing. 80% of those are inactive. Inactive means they have not had at least one episode published in the past three months or the past 90 days. To give you the real number, that means only 486,000 of those episodes or of those podcasts. All right. Now, just think about that. 80% of the podcasts that are listed have had very few, if any, episodes and maybe even the past six months, honestly. So inactive doesn't mean those shows are dead. Now, it definitely could include shows that have ended or been retired, or maybe they do have an infrequent publishing schedule. 
But here's the thing. As a business, if you're going to create a podcast, you want to create some consistency. You want to be able to tell your audience what to expect, right? So if you're just saying, I'm going to create a podcast, I'll put an episode out here and there. I don't know when you should watch for it, but I'll let you know. It's not that exciting. And people really aren't, unless you're already pretty big in their world, right? And they're really excited about what you're doing. You know, there are exceptions to every rule. But for most instances, if there's no consistency, then it's not going to serve your business as well. So I don't want you to jump on the podcasting bandwagon, so to speak, if you're going to drop off after a few episodes, because it's not going to serve your business very well. You're not going to get the fruit from that labor. Now, again, I'm not saying that you need to have a weekly episode. There are lots of people that do twice monthly, and you could even do monthly. But if you're going to really make this a part of your business and content marketing strategy, I want you to decide up front what it's going to look like, because then you can make a commitment to yourself ahead of time. You can set a schedule, and that's going to help you stick to it as well. Now, I will tell you this, there are definitely some people who do blocks of episodes that are evergreen. For example, they easily live on. So maybe they had an idea to create an episode, or I'm sorry, a show, a podcast show, that they would only submit or publish, you know, 15 or 20 or whatever that number is, episodes, and then that's it. That's all they wanted. And then they continue to refer people back to that. Here's an example I actually experienced of this. So in the fall of 2021, when I went to the American Horse Publications Conference, I met a new friend there named Shauna Karish. Many of you may know her. And when we connected, I told her I was very interested in learning more about what she was doing. She is, if you know about her, she is very well known in the positive reinforcement world and space, especially when it comes to training horses. And she has really honestly been a... um, trailblazer in that world. And so anyway, so she was so fun to talk to. She's an amazing person. So what she told me to do actually was go find her podcast. So she has a podcast that is no longer being updated. But when she created it and recorded it, her intention was to make it something that people could go back to. And you start with episode one and you learn her methodology, you learn the framework. And she actually even did something even more creative. And she created a podcast where in the beginning, it has timer she teaches. And then she'll actually say, okay, I want you to go out and apply what I just taught you and then come back. And then when you come back, she talks over some of the issues you might have experienced and how you can handle that next time. And uh, it's really interesting. So I'm telling you this to say there is definitely more than one way to do a podcast. There's more than one way to create a schedule. But what I want you to do is know up front what your plan is. Okay. All right. Item number three that you should know as you're thinking of starting your podcast, and that is your podcast structure. Here's what I mean. Do you plan to be the one person speaking and be a teacher, so to speak? Or do you plan to have interviews? Do you plan to incorporate your blog and send people to the website for different things? So I want you to think about ahead of time what it's going to look like. Are you going to have a co-host, for example? Some people will invite a co-host to join them because they prefer to have that banter and have that conversation, right? 
Is there a particular format that you're going to follow? Or is it going to be set up by seasons and topics? There are lots of different ways that you can do it. And again, there aren't any rules. You can decide what's a best fit for you, what you think your audience especially is going to respond best to. There is no formula. But I do want you to keep in mind one thing, okay? Again, because you're a business, if you are trying to position yourself as an authority and someone who is well-known in the subject matter that you're discussing on your podcast, then I would definitely encourage you to plan to have some episodes that are just you. So if you are planning to incorporate guests, if you are planning to have interviews, um, I want you to consider planning ahead of time that you are going to have episodes where it's just you teaching, providing the meat, the principles, right? Because you're setting yourself up as the authority and building that trust. And again, as a business owner, you're ultimately going to be connecting this to your business. And as you build that trust, then when you invite them to buy from you, they're going to be much more likely to do that because they've seen how what you've said is true. They've experienced it. You've provided value. All of those things we've talked about here on the podcast before. Now, the reason I want you to think about having a blog post, or I'm sorry, I want you to consider if you will. It's up to you, right? And we talked about content strategy and blogging in episode 84. But having a blog post to send people to can really be a good way to get more people to your website, as we talked about. So it is not a requirement, but if you're going to do it, go ahead and figure out ahead of time what that's going to look like so that starting from the beginning, you can have that process in order and you'll know how you want to get people to your website and what you're telling them to do when they go there. Okay. All right, friends. Item number four that I want you to know as you're thinking of starting your podcast is the tech. Now, for those of you that are like, Denise, I hate tech. This keeps me from doing a lot of things. Then do not turn this off because A, you know that I like to keep it basic for you in terms of um, educating you, right? And get telling you what you know without going so deep that you're overwhelmed. So we're not going to go so deep in tech that it's overwhelming. I promise you. And the good news is that you don't need a super fancy setup to have a quality podcast. And honestly, I was having this conversation with a friend just yesterday. If you have really good content, then people may not care as much about your sound quality. So don't don't spend so much time thinking about the tech that you forget to think about the content of your podcast, because that, frankly, is more important. But quality matters. Absolutely. And you want it to sound good because the better experience that people have as they're listening to you, the easier it is for them to hear you, right? And not have distracting sounds and not have to mess with the audio to get it just right. Then the better experience they're going to have overall, they're going to keep listening. So it does matter. Okay. So tech, let's talk about some specific things. First, you do need to select what's called a podcast host. Now, essentially, that means you're going to pick the place where you upload the audio file that is created when you record, and then your host is the one that's responsible for pushing out your episode to all the different players, okay? So for example, I have a podcast host where I upload that file, 
And then every Wednesday morning, I have it scheduled to push it out. And so if you're listening on Apple Podcast, you see there I have a new episode. If you're on Google Podcast, you see it there. If you're in Anchor, you see it there. If you're in Spotify, you see it there. See what I mean? There are lots of different places that you can access episodes, but you absolutely need a host that's going to push those things out for you. And then what you will do is inside of your host, they will guide you in this process. So please know they make it very simple and easy to do. But once you get your host, you do create an account, right? You create a podcast account on each of those players that I just mentioned on Apple Podcast, on Google Podcast, on Spotify, each of the ones, and they'll guide you through that process inside of your host. And then once you connect the two, you don't have to keep back keep going back and signing in and doing that every week. So it's just a one-time setup. And then you'll just go into your host every time you have a new episode, okay? Now, if you're wondering, I personally use Buzzsprout. I love it, but I know that there are a lot of other ones out there. And so, you know, go online and do some looking. But if you're wanting if you're wanting to hear Denise's recommendation right now, because it's very user-friendly, it's very um, efficient, it's, it's very easy to move around in, they give good stats, I love Buzzsprout. So you can go check that out, okay? I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes, of course, for you at stormlily.com slash 85. I am not an affiliate. I just like what they're doing. Okay, next is your microphone. Now that you have your host and you've got your content all ready, it's time to record. So what do you do? One of the big questions is your microphone. Do you need a fancy or expensive microphone? And in short, no, you honestly don't. Just starting out, you can absolutely record a podcast using the headphones that came, you know, with your smartphone or that have a microphone attached to it. Now, of course, the cheaper headphones you use, the quality is going to be impacted, but it is an easy and doable way to start out. Even if you just go get a $20, $30 pair, because you're saying, Denise, I don't have one. You want to have headphones that have a microphone attached. It helps to block out some of that extra noise and really focus on your voice. But I will tell you that there is something, um, there's increased clarity, let's say it that way, in your audio. When you're able to use a podcast microphone, there is a difference in that. Um, But just starting out, it's okay. If you're like overwhelmed and you're not ready, that's totally okay. Um, But there are some good microphones out there that you can build up to as well. Okay, so let's keep it simple and it's okay, right? Now, as far as the tech and how you're going to record it, as far as the app, um, I'll just tell you what I use. And I happen to have an Apple computer. And so I use GarageBand. um, And you have access to that. If you also have an Apple computer, it's totally free. You also, if you were like really wanting to just start out with the basics, you can use the Voice Memos app on your smartphone and record into that. It creates an MP3 file that you can send to yourself and then upload right? If you needed to. Now, there are other options out there for podcast hosts, like what I mentioned to you, where you actually record inside of the host. I believe um, Riverside, I believe is the one that also does that for you, where you go log in and they record it there for you. Um, There's so many options. So this is, again, not a deep tech episode, But what I will say is Buzzsprout has a lot of great education on YouTube that's not particular to their 
host, but that's just really good education. So I would definitely recommend that if it's something that you're looking to get into. Or of course, you can hire somebody to do these things for you. If you're at the point where you're like, Denise, I just want to record. I want someone else to do these things for me and edit it and get it to the host. There are podcast producers out there that will do that for you. Okay, so it's okay if you don't want to dive into the tech yourself. Now, I will give you one more tech tool that I love that you've heard me share about on the podcast before, and it is called Canva. It's a design tool. So when you are creating your podcast and your host, they're going to require you to have a logo for your podcast, right? So inside of Canva, if you go to stormlily.com slash Canva, C-A-N-V-A, then you can sign up for a free account. And inside of that, you will be able to design your logo and they have templates. So just do a search for logo for podcast art or podcast logo, and you'll see the templates there. Just make sure that you make it easy for people to see. So don't use a lot of detailed pictures. Don't use a lot of really small text because you want something that is easy for people to read as they're scrolling through on their phone in their podcast player, okay? All right, so again, that's stormlily.com slash Canva for the design tool and Buzzsprout is the education option on YouTube. And again, I will link to both of those in the show notes for you, okay? All right, friends, we are on item number five. The last thing that you need to know before you jump into podcasting is what your process will be. Now, again, we talked about how you may have a producer that you work with, but what I wanna walk you through is helping you to know the very basic steps from recording all the way to getting it out into the world. What's that gonna look like? And here's why. I wanna simplify things for you, right? I told you in the beginning, I love to give you step-by-step strategies to help you make things happen. So I'm going to share a process for you. And of course, it's going to depend on if you have a blog post or not. But you can take this and apply it to your business, customize it for your needs, but it gives you a place to start from, okay? So I'm gonna share you a simple or share with you a simple podcasting process. Step number one, content planning. As I told you, do not skip this part. The content of your podcast absolutely matters. What is your topic? What are your bullet points? What do you want to keep in mind for your audience? What action items are you going to give them, right? What are the steps that you want them to take after they've listened to the episode? Decide those things ahead of time. Again, sure, there are lots of people that do off-the-cuff content and record as they go, but as a business, I want you to be as strategic as possible, okay? All right, step one is to plan your content. Step two is to record. Now, as much as possible, remove those distractions, the background noise that will be a distraction for your listener, right? It may not distract you at the time, but later when people are listening, it may be a distraction. So of course we get that life happens. Many of us have dogs. And so that's often a, I wouldn't say concern, but something that happens, right? For a lot of people. And that's fine. Life happens, but just pay attention to where you're recording. Be intentional about that. Okay. So step two is recording. Step three is the editing and processing. Now, 
ideally, you don't have a lot of editing to do, right? It depends on how things go, depends on what you've decided your structure is, um, depends on if you have an intro and an outro song or a formal intro that's recorded by you or somebody else, right? There are many factors here. So you can be doing this step yourself, or you may have a producer or an editor that's doing it for you. But step three is editing and processing, okay? Next is step four. Step four, you're going to schedule your post. So for me, I get it up into Buzzsprout, and then we have a blog post on the website, and then we also have social media posts that go out on the weekend. Oh, actually, I'm telling you that, and that's step five. All right, so scheduling it is getting the schedule up to the podcast host, right? Now, number five, I also have some scheduling happening here, but it is to promote, okay? I do not want you to forget this step. Don't create your podcast. Go through all of that work and then not tell the world about it, right? If you have an email list, which I hope you do, then let them know you have a new episode available. Are you on social? Whatever the platforms are, link to that episode. Let them know it's there. Throw some stories up. Do it a few different ways, right? As we talked about last week, as we talked about strategy, you can and should come back to your previous episodes as well. So promote your newest episode and then have a process for going back and promoting past episodes too, because great content is great content, no matter how old it is, right? So keep promoting your podcast. And remember, when you feel like you're mentioning too much, just remember that you're continuing to make new friends, especially on social. So a lot of people I've seen will say, you know, when I see somebody mention something that they're selling or a service they have, then in the comments, it's like, oh, I didn't even know you did that. Well, remember, because you're making new friends all the time, ideally, right? So do not be afraid to promote that so your new friends know about it as well. Okay, I hope you feel more equipped now to make a decision about podcasting for your horse business. Now, since you will most likely be telling people on your podcast to visit your website, whether you're telling them to go to your show notes or you're just telling them about what's on what services you provide, what products you have that are on your website, I would love to invite you to get my ultimate website audit training kit so that you can see if your website is really doing its job to help you. So if you head over to stormlily.com slash audit, you can get that training kit. It will walk you through my process that will audit your website and help you to see some areas that you can maybe improve or work on or hire someone else to help you work on if necessary. Um, But it's really going to take a look at your website and help you to figure out if it's working well for you. Okay, so stormlily.com slash audit for that audit training kit. And again, you can head over to stormlily.com slash 85 for the show notes. I will link to the things I've talked about. You'll find the highlights of what we talked about here on the episode. And if you have any questions about what I've shared, as always, I love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out, shoot me an email, connect with me on social. Let me know what questions you might have. And again, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, I invite you to do that. Follow it wherever you happen to listen. You can follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, all the places that we just talked about, right? You can find How to Market Your Horse Business there, and that way you'll always know when there is a new episode available. Okay, friends, 
That's all I've got for you today. I'm so grateful you're here. I hope that this was helpful to you. And I look forward to having you back next week as we continue to talk about some strategies for your content marketing. All right, have an awesome day. Thank you.